we're not cannabis users in the home. We don't use it recreationally. I would have never thought about applying cannabis topically to my special lady parts, but lube infused, absolutely. And uh, yeah, all of a sudden there were tingles. Ooh. And here we are, our very first episode of Love, Sass, and Grass. And I'm here with my very first guest, the infamous Lady F, who is going to talk to us about her cannabis and cancer journey. And I know that I kind of irreverently talked about the (laughs) title being Coming with Cancer, But uh, first, let's get through our disclaimers. This is an adult-themed podcast. There is going to be situations and scenarios that are going to be discussed that are not exactly broadcast-friendly. And I come from a long line of sweary women, so there's for sure going to be some swears in here because I can't get through the day without saying something. I would also like to mention we will be discussing cannabis And this is for informational and entertainment purposes only. Please respect the cannabis laws of your local jurisdiction. This is not meant to be health or medical advice. Please, before you start, stop, or apply anything with medical properties to consult a healthcare professional who is aware of your individual health situation. Okay, Lady F., Thank you for joining me here. I'm so excited to talk to you. First of all, because it's our first episode and who else could I have here but you? Thank you for joining me. Thanks for having me. Yay. Okay. Now, yeah, you have been such a help, but you've also helped yourself. And I think that your story can inspire a lot of women and let them know that there there is a life hack for what is troubling you. And we're going to be quite open about what this, what this entails. And that involves our vaginas and our vulvas and all of the parts of our genitalia, basically all of our biology, all of our feminine biology is going to be the focus here. And we need to get on it, right? We need, because nobody else is, is going to be talking about this. Even amongst girlfriends, it is such a challenge to bring this subject up in in company and just kind of go, hey, um, did you know that I have a really dry vagina <laughs> and that penetrational sex is like a bit of a challenge for me right now? I mean, this is not this is not a conversation that is easily had, even amongst closest people. I need you to bloom intimately despite all of these challenges. And you did, which is so great. Oh my God. Okay. So enough of the foreplay of your introduction. It's now second base time. So you've got to tell us about your journey. (laughs) Well, where do I begin? Uh, For my 50th birthday, I was uh, given stage one breast cancer. So thanks. Thanks for that. I had a quick and dirty lumpectomy and then started a, a six month round of chemo followed by a two, three month round of radiation. 
So while I was doing that, they started me on Herceptin, which is an estrogen inhibitor, and immediately threw me into chemopause, menopause, probably before, many years before I would have actually started because I was not even perimenopausal at the time. So, you know, during the chemo, there's a lot of things that happen, but nobody really discussed what the menopause portion of this was going to be. My oncologist was wonderful, but male did not discuss anything with me. It wasn't until I saw my GP who finally asked me, how was my libido? And it was amazing. Like nobody had asked me how things were going. And at this point in my experience that the libido, it, it just disappears because there's a disconnect between your head, your brain and your lady parts. Your brain will think about sex, but it won't connect to your vulva. Your lady parts will think about sex, but it won't connect to your brain. So it was this whole point of, you know, the whole body talking to itself. Things like things were disconnected completely. So we had to find a way basically to make everything talk to each other at the same time. It's not that I didn't want to have sex, you know, aside from the normal menopausal, you know, dryness and again, libido. It, there was still interest and it was just a matter of making it comfortable. You know, my partner is very patient and anything I wanted to, you know, suggest or try, he was all for it. But it's just a matter of, you know, making the right choices and just finding a way that my body could connect so that I could connect better with him and myself. Yeah, that's so important. Making intimacy a group effort <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, rather than just kind of my objective is pleasing my partner only it should be we should be both pleased yeah precisely I mean there's no question in how to please your partner that's easily done but then not what do you get out of this but how can you be part of this how could you be more a part of this I mean with the, the menopause and the chemo and the radiation, there's moments where I had rashes, heat rashes. And there's moments when you're not feeling, uh, not feeling too sexy with, you know, an under the boob rash, you know, how sexy are you going to be with that? It's yes. Just, yes. And, yeah. and I, I know all about that because I've been blessed with the endowments, shall we say? And Basically, I have 10 pounds of blessings on the front of me. Mm -hmm. And in the summertime, I get heat rashes. And trying to explain that to somebody who's got like itty bitty titties, it's like, um, it happens. It happens. Mm -hmm. And it can happen in a couple of hours where, you know, yep. it's like, I'm just so hot and sweaty mm -hmm. and I can't do anything right now. And there's no hair dryer around. You know, it's really scary. So what did you do? What did you do with the under the boob rash? I'm curious. Well, aside from the old uh, penitent or pseudo cream, I found this really amazing powder by a, a company called Mega Babe. It's called Dust Bust. No. Dust Bust. L let me see it. Oh my God. It it's like a pump. It's a pump. It's like a powder pump, like a little spray. Let me get that back into Oh, wow. Bust dust. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And? Anti-boob sweat powder, <gasps> lavender and aloe, no talc, no parabens. And you just pump it. I put it on nightly just 
just to maintain and in the day you put it in your bra you put it under your boobs and just it just keeps you dry without that telky chalky i mean we've tried cornstarch tried baby powder i've tried everything this stuff is fit and and then when you read about uh i don't know about you but i've read about that uh what was it johnson and johnson uh class action suit with their talcum powder the woman got cancer we all so use talcum powder we Everybody all used did. it yeah. And, and I threw mine out and I, I was just like, what am I going to do now? What is that bust dust? That bust looks like a miracle dust. in a bottle. Bust. Mega babe. Mega babe. Mega babe. I have to look that up later. That up. You're going to love it. Oh my God. Mega babe. This woman has a, a lot of amazing products. She has a thigh chafe stick. Ooh. Which you put on between your thighs. So, you know, I can't wear a skirt without uh, bike shorts. Right. Or like bloomer or lady underwear because the amount of sweat. Mm -hmm. But she's she's brave. She wears like mini skirts and shorts and she uses her anti-thigh chafing stick. It's amazing. Wow. But and you know what? I, I think that's uh, just like, yeah, the, the thigh chafe. Yeah. That also happens in conjunction with yeah. the under the boob. So I, I can't imagine trying to be intimate. We were like, um, actually everywhere that's kind of fun to explore is, you know, an angry rash right now. How so sexy like... do you feel when you have basically <laughs> the equivalent of diaper rash? And it, <sighs> it's very hard to heal because every night I sweat, I take tamoxifen now and I have night sweats every night. <sighs> and it's just something, there's nothing we can do about it. You know, the alternative, I keep taking the tamoxifen. And I uh, have a better chance of living a nice, longer life. Right. So, you know, you're going to put up with what you're going to put up with. Sure. When you're getting, you know, intimate, you've got to really know and love and trust your partner to say, hey, don't mind, you know, don't <laughs> mind what this looks like or don't mind. It's and, not you know, going to be pretty. It's going to be a bit of a challenge. Yeah. <laughs> it's a challenge for me. It's not a challenge for him. But yeah. if I'm feeling, you know, extremely uncomfortable, I'll just put on a a bralette or a sports bra and just say, you know what? I'm going to wear this. Ah. I, I feel comfortable with this. Mm -hmm. Put mm -hmm. on something, you know, something you feel pretty in sports. I feel, I feel great in a sports bra. And so there you go. You can see them. The yeah. They're still there. They're just sure. going to be on full display until I'm comfortable. And my partner has absolutely no problems with that. You know, lingerie is a girl's best friend because of situations just like that i'm uncomfortable with parts of my body because of scarring of this that the other thing plus a rash mm -hmm. if i put on something a little bit pretty that i save for these sort of moments that makes me feel good and comfortable yeah that's a great that's a great suggestion i mean right now i have one breast is smaller than the other because mm -hmm. of the lumpectomy but in a nice push-up yeah, there you they're, go. They're both the same. They're Welcome to my clivage. <laughs> and it's more about ooh, what's underneath there as yes. opposed to. You know, know, there is something to be said about keeping a little bit of mystery. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. And as long as I feel comfortable, then I'm going to be a little bit more expressive, a little freer, a little more relaxed as opposed to you know, oh, what if he sees this? Or, you know, I wonder what he's thinking if, you know, he sees the rash or. Absolutely. Because it gives you, gives you some wiggle room. Well, <laughs> so to speak. well when I, I talked to my GP about 
she was the, again the first one to ask me about my libido. She had suggested there was a um, oh, what's the word an antidepressant that they had found worked on the female libido. Really and suggested if I was interested. I'm like, but do I really want to, you know, jump on an antidepressant for you know just for my libido, or you know, is there something else we can? come up with besides you know the lubrication and you know can i just say how typical that is well oh. it, was a, it was a nice thought yeah sure you know, that she would offer something like this you know and just mention you know you lose use lots of lubrication that's that was the answer but it still didn't help with the connection right right exactly. my body you know as lubricated as i wanted to be i still wasn't feeling the feelings that right i should be at mm -hmm. the same time, you know, you can enjoy things mentally. You're, you're in it. You're having a great time, but just not everything was going to connect. That's interesting. And that's when we discovered the cannabis infused lube. Oh, amazing. Right. Yes. Yes. So it was yeah. a topical, you know, you'd, uh, well, you actually had uh, taken me to that seminar. Yes. And, and, and I'm so pleased that we went because we were literally guinea pigs for, for this product. And I'm so glad that we ended up discovering it. In that goodie bag was a certain brand, which is not available, uh, unfortunately, in Canada. So I'm not going to mention the brand name, but it was a THC CBD. And I think it was a water-based lubrication, mm -hmm. yeah. which I went home. And tried and tried it, you know, applied it topically about a half an hour before. And uh, voila. How much did you use? I actually just put a couple of dabs on my fingertips just to try sure. it. And I, I applied it to the uh, outer mm -hmm. labia areas. Uh -huh. And uh, yeah, all of a sudden, you know, there, there were tingles. Ooh. Ooh, and you know, we're not cannabis users in the home. We don't use it recreationally. So it's not like I would suggest, oh, go smoke a joint and try to have sex. It doesn't, that's right. not, that option's not on the table. But to try this, hmm. and and the the lube itself was quite, uh, quite wonderful, it, you know, worked quite well. Mm -hmm. but everything started to connect. <gasps> oh, gotta love those cannabinoids. It was wonderful, you know, What's the word? I felt it. A full flush, if you will. A full flush. A full flush. Nice. And then, you know, my brain was working. And the same time, the genitalia was on board. It was working. It was all connecting without chemicals. And oh. it was fantastic. Without having to go on an antidepressant. Yeah. Yeah. Because who says that that would have allowed your uh flower to open yeah, uh, it might have helped my libido but your libido is mental what does that mean as yeah well exactly as, as physical so yeah, yeah. Oh. so uh you know it once in a while i mean it depends on how much you use how much forethought you put into it is the house empty is the big question if the house is going to be <laughs> empty I, uh, <laughs> If the house is empty, house is be empty you may I can, enter. <laughs> I can, I'll time it out. Because that's the thing. I'll start thinking about it and then I'll use this topical and then things will start connecting. And it's like, hey, you know, we've got a couple hours till the kid comes back. Let's uh, 
Mm-hmm. Let, let's enjoy this time. <laughs> yeah. So now the big search is oh. find, finding a new brand, which is going to be the fun part. Yes. Finding yes. a brand that will work as well because I've used cannabis infused oil mm-hmm. without lubrication. And, and that just, that works. It works great, but you still, you're still going to need that lubrication. Yeah, absolutely. But you can mix it because it's a, a natural product. There's no right. chemicals. So it, it all does the same. That's cool. That's really interesting. And, you know, my partner has no problem applying it for me if I ask. <laughs> and then now he has a countdown. <laughs> oh, so, I mean, there's, thing, there's things you can do before the countdown. It's like, you know, that's an interactive mm-hmm. way of foreplay. It's like, the, um, we've got 20 minutes. So uh, what do you want to do <laughs> for 20 minutes? Until exactly. This kicks in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. You're going to be part of the 20 minute or club. <laughs> yeah. It just, it's, it, it was wonderful. It uh, just, it was like, you know, having a couple of drinks and then going for a ride kind of thing. That's, <laughs> It, it was relaxing. Uh, it back was alley Sally. <laughs> it, I did not feel uh, intoxicated by any means. Oh, that's it good to like, know. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't like a, a, you you didn't feel intoxicated. No, it was like a warm, fuzzy feeling. And mm. you just took that wherever you wanted to take it. Mm. But yeah. At no time did I, was I couch locked? At no time was like, oh, I can't function. It's like, not at all. Topically, it's perfect. And I think that, you know, topicals are going to be such uh, a life changer for people just like you who had a a situation. And instead of going on antidepressants, you are able to use a cannabis topical that is not, I can't imagine what the side effects of the antidepressant were. Mm -hmm. When it says improve your libido, I would like to know how. Yeah, I wasn't willing to investigate that there would be side effects with, and there will be taking any antidepressant. Yeah. Uh, like, I don't, I don't see that. I like, I would have been just like, no, thanks. I think I'm just going to go the herbal route. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I deal with enough mental fog from, you know, the menopause and the tamoxifen. Exactly. You know, I don't need any more little effects to add oh, to my day. I love the fact that lube was the way to go for you and a topical. I just love that it was able to, to put a spring back in your stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I uh, haven't used it internally. I haven't applied it internally, but it does get in there, which is just fine. No, no adverse effects. Mm-hmm. You know, it's all, it's all part of it. I mean, mm-hmm. and I haven't tried it in any other directions, but I'm mm. sure, uh, I'm sure it would be pleasant. I'm I'm interested to investigate the suppositories because um I, I've heard that there are some suppositories now that are quick, like super quick dissolving, like those, they're really thin, like those mint things that you put mm-hmm. on your tongue that dissolve. I've heard of them being uh, yeah. THC and CBD infused. I be, uh, yeah, I would be willing to try a uh, THC suppository. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I've heard about that. So I'm going to keep our eye out 
on this and see what we, we've got going on there um, in this province of Ontario where topicals are legal. Yeah, I, I'm very curious to see what the market has done. And it's really interesting when you go on to the Ontario Cannabis Store website, there are much more wide-ranging personal lubricants available, which obviously this is going to be a growing market. And I, I can hardly wait to see what, what comes out next. Mm -hmm. My only uh, criticism would be the uh, the amount of THC that is legally allowed to be in the the lubricants, because obviously that concentration of THC that you had in that product mm -hmm. helped you significantly. I'd be curious to know what a lesser percentage would would do, and if you do, you have to apply twice as much. Like exactly. Do you have to start, you know, 20 minutes earlier in advance and reapply? Yeah. Like I, I, I'd, I'd be willing to test that challenge. I haven't tried the ones that are, have been advertised on the OCS yet. We'll do a, a follow-up. Uh, we'll have to do a follow-up. Follow I know that there are a couple of manufacturers in Ontario that are doing lubricants. I think one of the companies is Pleasure Peaks. I, I'm, I haven't used her uh, products personally, but we'll definitely have to do some investigative reporting on, uh, you know, we'll call it, I don't know, what should we call it? The vagina report. The vagina um. report. <laughs> well, it would be interesting to see how someone with a normal libido uses right. it as opposed to someone with uh, quite a lesser libido. Yes. Yeah, I, I could see that. Yeah, for sure. Does it work sure. faster? Does it work longer? You know what's the main goals? Yeah, exactly. And and like to me, I, I I would it would make me kind of sad to think that a young lady would would need oh, precisely. that. Precisely, you know, twenty five year old women going you know through the same thing, a radical hysterectomy, going through menopause, chemopause. You know. Yes, yes, and yeah. and they really don't they don't discuss that at all. And I can kind of see because it's not really the oncologist's job to say, okay, um. Now that I've focused on the uh, getting rid of your cancer, why don't we talk about what's happening in your bedroom right now? Like it's not part of the remit, and I get that this is not going to be part of what they're focused on at all. Precisely, and I understand that. I'm glad your GP at least brought it up mm -hmm. because I think that that is such your intimate life impacts your mental health to such a degree that like without kind of a, a healthy balanced mental state how are you gonna how is your body gonna heal itself like miserable people take a long time to heal oh, and and i precisely. think precisely and no one's ever had a conversation with me it's like so how's menopause treating you have you tried this have you tried nobody nobody talks about it i mean you might talk about you know what powder you use or what sheets you use my husband bought me a cooling blanket nice for my, for my night sweats because I'd be hot, cold, hot, cold, and a duvet was just way too heavy. But I'm still cold. So I, but I'm still hot. It's it's so. So what does a cooling blanket do? It keeps you cool. It's heavy enough to keep your your body warm, so you're not hot flashing and then getting cold. Ah. In, in a cold room. Gotcha. But yeah, it's it's they're advertised. They're all over the place, and it just it you put it on and it just cools your body right down, but still covering you. Mm. 
in winter, you don't want a hot flash in the winter. You run out, you run around. And then when you, you know, your body kicks back into normal, you're cold. Yes. So that's not a good thing. Being cold and naked. <laughs> hot and naked is one thing. Cold and naked is another thing. Uh, amen to that, really. You know, yeah, beside, you know, beside from flipping the pillow, like we do throwing off the blanket. I have this lovely go-to cooling blanket to keep me a little mm. adjusted during the, during the night. But yeah, uh, no, yeah. no, I, I told uh, someone that I know who's around my age about this cooling blanket and they were shocked. Nobody had ever discussed the concept of a cooling blanket during a menopausal sleep. And I got to say, I've never heard of them before either until you just mentioned it because yeah. I had no idea what a cooling blanket was. They're on Amazon. Look them up. Yeah, I'm totally. It was just a lovely thought. Got me a cooling blanket. That's amazing. Oh my god. Okay. That that is that's first of all a very thoughtful gift, but also um, yeah. Between that and the what was it? Bust dust. Bust. Bust dust. Yes. Bust dust. Which I have makes, to look that. Makes me feel up. like a pretty princess. <laughs> It's, it's a wonderful product because, and, yeah. you know, we're all standing in the hallway shaking out the talcum. That's, you know, that's no. not too pretty. And no. it gets everywhere. And this is because of the nozzle. It's, it's controlled. Wow. It, it goes exactly where you want it to go. And can you use that between your thighs too? Uh, or is it just for the under lavender the- and the aloe? I wouldn't go that close. Okay. But there's um another powder that she makes and right. it's oh, right, you were it's one of those things it's for men it's not really for men but it's kind of like a menthol cedar kind of oh. and that that i use uh between my legs between my thighs nice because it doesn't have the 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 smells it's more for a you know a man's uh powdering needs <laughs> yeah there's just certain things you don't want near your uh sure your private area sure sure you don't know how it's going to turn no. Yeah, you get so hot so fast and, you know, aloe, and aloe doesn't work. I mean, for some reason, aloe really doesn't work on a rash for me. Right. Yeah, it, it will work on a burn, a kitchen burn. That's fine. But sure. Yeah, it's all trial and error. I've tried many, many, many things. Wow. Okay. I, I'm, I'm just in awe of that information right now. I mean, I've got, I got research to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> look our first podcast episode we already have homework i've had a doctor prescribe me like hydrocortisone before which is fantastic but so not good to use constantly you know mm. it'll clear up a rash in a pinch sure but then the rash does come back it's like oh do i want to keep applying this and i had a hydrocortisone or a cortisone with aloe in it it really it didn't it didn't react well it, it just did nothing it's just wow it's all about well staying dry <laughs> yeah 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 for and sure if it's an ongoing nightly issue i you know aside from sleeping with a pillow between my legs and you know always wearing a sports bra that's you know yeah i mean uh, yes i mean i'm i'm guilty of the body pillow absolutely have the body pillow and i haven't needed the cooling blanket but I'm an, a really restless sleeper, I think, just because of that, mm-hmm. because I'm constantly either kicking the sheet off me or trying to find it half asleep 
like mm-hmm. I'm freezing. Yep. And, and so I get that. That's very interesting with the cooling blanket. I'm gonna have to look yep. that one up. It's uh, like a jersey flannel on one side, and it's it's uh, the synthetic on the other. Mm. So you can just easily flip it over, and it'll be a blanket. Right. Yeah. Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah, because I think part of a good night's sleep is being able to get to sleep and stay asleep mm-hmm. as I mean, opposed to being restless. I've even pulled the blanket up when I'm not using it and put it on my pillow so that I'm resting my face on a cool pillow. <gasps> I tried the gel pillows before, the cooling gel pillows. Nice. It doesn't cool anymore. So now I just have this very expensive memory foam pillow that does nothing. Anyway. Yeah. Exactly. And, and I just, I could put the cooling blanket just on top of the pillow and have, you know, go back to sleep cool. Go, you know, just drift mm. off. That is so exciting. That is, that's like new news to me. Oh. And these are things I would tell any menopausal woman. Right? Mm-hmm. If, but that's who's going to offer me that, that information. Unless you're really close with somebody, you're really not going to discuss. Hey, I couldn't help but notice you're having a hot flash. <laughs> Have you tried this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, I remember last winter, there was a one, one day when it was minus 20 and I stood on my balcony and just was like, come on, cool it down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. I, I run outside in a sarong. That's, that's it. Just Yeah. And, and you know, that, that's why I wanted to do this podcast, because why shouldn't a woman walk up to another woman and go, so I see that despite the fact that it's air conditioning in here, you're a bit flushed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Precisely. I mean, there's, there should be no stigma to it. I mean, and yet there is. It's the change. It's the change of life. Your body's changing. Yes, of course, your body's changing. Everybody changes. Sure. But, uh, you know, women get to go through the roller coaster. Or first, we have to go through the curse for, you know, mm-hmm. 40 years. And then, then it's the change. So first we're cursed and then we're changed. Mm-hmm. And, and, that, and yet we have absolutely minimal uh, medical assistance uh, or guidance through these huge, well, for the first, the curse part monthly. Mm-hmm. So we're going through week to week changes and then come menopause, it literally is hourly <laughs> for about a decade. And well, and I yeah. I assumed that menopause was something you got in your like late fifties, early sixties. I hadn't I really had no idea. Absolutely. And then all of a sudden, you know, happy fiftieth birthday. <laughs> Surprise. This is what mm-hmm. you get. And I've used that topical oil that you gave me. You know, yeah. I'm mixing, mixing and matching, trying to make my own, finding my own uh, uh, formula, if you will, That's... if I had to mix and match until we find a, another brand. Well, we'll definitely get we into what, what's working for you um, and, in terms of what the profile is and and, uh, and get more information for yeah. people out there who are interested after I... listening to this going, hey, if Lady F can do it. I would have never thought about applying cannabis topically ever to my special lady parts. I mean, I had a neighbor who makes a lovely coconut infused cannabis bomb for like burns and joint pains. And it 
smells delicious and it's very oily and greasy, but there is no way I would ever consider using that. Sure. Exactly. I just, just, I was like, Ooh, no, no, I wouldn't do that. But lube infused. Absolutely. Uh, Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And, and, and look at how, how it's brought like a, a rejuvenation. It's a primavera again it's over a, over in Lady F land. Yeah, it's it's a natural product. Yeah. You know, that's that's the best part about it. There's no residual, there's no hangover, there's no chemical, there's nothing I need to get out of my system. It's wonderful. And you don't have to worry about your kids trying to steal it cuz it's like are you really going to try and steal your mom's lube? Yeah. yeah. It's in the special drawer that nobody goes in. It's in that special drawer that every child knows exists, but blots that out. I do not want to go in that dresser drawer. Absolutely. So you don't need a lock on that drawer because are you really going to open the drawer with mom's vibrator? You're you not doing it once one time. Never <laughs> open that drawer again. <laughs> yes. You never tell anybody about it. You never tell anybody about it don't except maybe so. a therapist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If there's one safe drawer in the house, it's that drawer. Well, I mean, that's something, you know, I would have an honest and open conversation with the family regarding what I'm using. But at this point, the kid is like, no, no, I don't want to hear about any of this. You know, I'm sure they'd be quite happy to know that I'm thriving. (laughs) They don't want to know. (laughs) Mom's got a smile on her face. Don't ask. Just, just appreciate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, that's so good. That's so good. <laughs> there's, there's no fear there. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, that's so amazing. Well, you've definitely given us some food for thought. And I, I just think it's so great to know that in the end, there, there, there is some advice that people can take home. And that is mm-hmm. to, to look up the intimacy uh, lotion availability where they are and and see what works for them but to to know that there are alternatives out there and that we don't we don't have to suffer in silence mm-hmm. Precisely. and and Just that... start off like start off small with a tiny dab mm-hmm. and see what the effects are and use more or use less but there's no fear mm-hmm. like oh i'm gonna get high and i won't be able to function that is not what the topical is all about And so, you know, someone who's never used anything or doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, it's perfect. Oh, that is so good. That is so good to know. And and for people out there to know as well, because it's a concern, I think, that a lot of people have that if they they use uh, cannabis in some way that they're going to. You're going to get high. You're going to get addicted. It's going to be something that, you know, you'll feel ashamed buying. No. No. Yeah. Or send your kids to the local cannabis store and buy some for you. <laughs> hey, honey, when you're... Uh, uh, there's a solution out there. There is a solution and a natural solution. Try and try try to imagine that your your brain and your body parts stop talking to each other. Yeah. The cannabis is the bridge your, yeah. between the mind and 
and the body when the intimacy changes then your relationship can change and you know you don't want that Mm. you want you you know nothing will ever go back to the way it used to be because everything changes but this is definitely going forward you can embrace a new way of connecting with your partner sure Sure. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, nothing's constant as change. And, and I think that um, having that conversation is really important and, and letting exactly like everybody being honest know. and open with your partner and saying, Hey, it's not that I don't want to, it's just, you know, and it's hard to say to somebody, I'm not feeling it. I'm just not feeling it without the possibility that they're going to take that personally. Yeah. You know, and the right answer is, of course, well, what can I do to help? Exactly. So, that is the right answer. That's the that's the answer I got. Yeah. You know, well, you tell me what what can I do? Uh, yes, and I think that if there's one piece of advice for us out there is a partner needs to say that and mm-hmm. say, "What can I do for you? What can I do to help?" And just that acknowledgement enough, I think, would make me horny again. <laughs> it's like, oh, nice. Here, here, pass me the lube. <laughs> Let me help you with that. <laughs> Date night it is. You got 20 minutes on the clock. I got 20 minutes. I'll be, I'll be right back. I know you got to get busy this afternoon. <laughs> Uh, so I, I won't detain you any longer, but that smile on your face that I can see to um, <laughs> listen to you, you're giggling like a 16 year old. And if that's not an endorsement to, to an intimate success story, I don't know any, like really you're glowing woman. <laughs> listen, to, look at you. Oh my God. Oh. Am I blushing? You are blushing. You're I, making me blush. Your blush I, is making me blush. Because I'm like, blush. oh, you dirty, dirty girl. <laughs> oh, take him up behind the bins. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, have a knee trembler for me, okay? Oh, it was so nice talking to you. We'll talk again. Okay, thank you. Thank you. This has been a Love, Sass, and Grass podcast. Thank you for listening. Episode one. Yay. If you would like to get in touch with me, I can be found on Instagram, laurahamilton.cancan or love sass and grass. If you would like to book your free 20 minute cannabis 101 call, I can be found on www.womensexandcannabis.com or www cannabiseducationcanada.com. I look forward to hearing from you and book your appointment with me today. The products mentioned in this podcast are opinions only and are not paid for advertising, nor is it meant to be a substitute for medical advice. Please respect the laws of your local jurisdiction. Thank you and power and joy to you.